Hey there, thanks for listening. Quick question for you. Did you know that the one rental at a time book self-published on Amazon was actually selected by Forbes Real Estate Council as one of the 15 essential books you must read before getting started in real estate? Quite the accomplishment. It's actually book number three. Go check it out on Amazon. One Rental at a Time, written by yours truly, Michael Zuba. Everyone, welcome to the daily till new Sunday or 24 or 365 days a year. We even did one on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, today's financial news really has to be about the market. Uh, if you've been following this channel for any length of time, uh, you will know that I am not a stock guy, uh, at least in my current configuration right I'm real estate cash maybe a little precious metals but certainly no real or no stocks because there's just too many risk factors I don't have enough time uh, to watch them all right there is market risk kind of segment risk and company risk and I learned over the years uh, given my full-time job family responsibilities and all of that that I just could not watch them all and thus Got emotionally involved, bought at the wrong time, sold at the wrong time, and just a horrible, horrible stock picker. But today's daily financial news really starts with market risk, right? I think it was, what was it, late Thursday, early Friday, our time, uh, there was a, um, I don't know, a strike on a bad guy uh, in, in the Middle East, and that has caused... Uh, some angst and turmoil and some some pretty harsh rhetoric uh, on both sides and of course that market risk translates into typically translate into selling of stocks right you sell sell because you're afraid uh, I actually didn't didn't think Friday's down day I think it was just over 200 maybe like 230 something like that uh, this morning's I don't know 150 last check really isn't all that bad uh, in the grand scheme of things we are at record highs there are probably lots of people that carried gains into 2020 that were looking to get out. Uh, so the, the, small de the small decreases we've had the last couple of days really don't shouldn't, shouldn't make you afraid, I don't think. Uh, that said, it, it could very easily get worse. It could easily pile up. And again, if you, are, if you were carrying gains into 2020 and looking for a reason to sell, when you have market risk, uh, that you didn't see coming, that frankly very few people, if any, saw coming, that's often a time to uh, run to the exits. And, you know, if, if we're down, you know, 500 points by the end of the week, um, you know, it certainly could happen. When I look at events like that, and we've had lots of those over my adult, you know, investing years, I look at kind of three factors. First, I look at oil. That's the most obvious, Right. Uh, it's a very large oil-producing area. They can shut down the Strait of Hormuz, I think it's called. I may be mispronouncing that. But basically, it's a big transportation hub where uh, tankers come in and out uh, to either load or uh, yeah, to load and transport out oil. Certainly could be shut down for days, if not weeks. And so I think oil goes up. I think it went up that Friday. It's probably up today as well. I didn't check. But those are typically short-lived in my opinion, because oil is such a necessity for the world. Uh, it is a necessity for their economy to sell this commodity and, and, and support their citizens. Uh, so oil will be certainly be up. 
uh, it certainly could get worse before it gets better, right? If they really wanted to create turmoil, they just shut down that, that uh, waterway uh, as best they could, and that would cause an international reaction. The other thing I watch is gold. Gold is one of those indicators that when people get afraid, uh, at least in my experience, they turn to, right? They, when people are really afraid, they kind of get out of everything they can except gold, right? So they get out of dollar, they get out of stocks, um, you know, they take money out of savings accounts. It's just something that happens, kind of at the same trade as oil. But the third one is what I watch. I watch interest rates because, again, I'm a real estate guy. I want to understand cost of money because cost of money goes to uh, purchase price, purchase price, you know, mortgage payments, all of that. So interest rates typically lag. Uh, they will uptick a little bit, you know, the 10-year, two-year, all of that. But it will it will impact the mortgage only only slightly in the near term. But what we need to watch for is do people start getting scared? And when consumers get scared, they stop uh, putting offers in on houses, um, you know, days on market extends, and then things get interesting, right? Could this, uh, you know, this event, this singular event, cause a series of other events that ultimately impacts consumers? Absolutely could. Absolutely. It could. Is it likely? I hope not. I hope not. But it certainly could go that way, and that's what I will be watching is, you know, the first thing I'll be watching for is what's the retaliation, because there will be one, right? They, I can't imagine them not trying to do something, uh, and likely probably several somethings, as I think we talked about on Friday. Uh, it could be more drone strikes on oil infrastructure. It could be cyber attacks. It could be, it, it could be any number of things, but there will be something, and, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see does it ever ripple through to the American consumer, right? And also, does it impact the global economy? Because, again, we were just coming out of a rough Q4. If you look at the numbers, right, manufacturing was down, global consumption was down because of the trade war and like. So it will be interesting to see what, if anything, this has effect on the global trade. So, again, there will be short-term impacts, oil, gold being the most obvious. Then there will be the ones I watch, kind of interest rates and consumer behavior, right? Are they afraid? So far, um, you're not really seeing any of that, at least in the U.S. Uh, could it happen? Absolutely. If there's some kind of event or tragedy uh, that there, um, you know, that, that happens, it could. But, uh, you know, let's cross our fingers and hope this is just, you know, rhetoric and nothing, nothing transpires. Uh, a couple other things that caught my interest today. Did you see the sale and lease back done by Bed and, Bed and Bath, right? Yeah, Bed and Bath. Uh, if you don't know, um, this is pretty popular. Lots of retailers have done this over the years, Sears uh, being one that did it probably a decade ago when they bought Kmart. But basically, they sold uh, off a 2.1 million square feet of real estate they owned and then did a leaseback. And, you know, that netted them $250 million. The CEO talked about unlocking, quote-unquote, valuable capital. Uh, it's interesting, you know. I wonder what they're going to do with two hundred fifty million dollars. They're a lot. They have a lot less assets now. Um, you know, one, one might argue their business model is kind of broken, right? They're they're servicing a niche that uh, is being dominated by Amazon and others. So it'll be interesting what they do. Uh, will they diversify? Will they invest in technology? 
uh, what's going on because they have less options now. This $250 million could be blown in a year, um, but we shall see, right? Are they going to do stock buybacks? Are they going to go private? I mean, who knows what could happen? Uh, I would be nervous if I was a Bed Bath um, investor because you just don't know what's going on. Then the uh, another metric I saw, Q4, uh, Ford Motors uh, reported a drop of 1.3%. I think this is interesting. We'll have to watch the other auto manufacturers because, again, we've seen statistics at the macro that say manufacturing was very weak in Q4. I think it was like 47, the worst since 2009. I think we talked about that on Friday. So it will be interesting to see if it was more of a Ford only or is it all car manufacturers because, you know, there's... Uh, you know, a fair amount of manufacturing that goes on uh, in the Midwest around these auto manufacturers. And if it's all slowing, I just wonder what that means. And again, we've reported on this channel some just weird lending behavior that's happening in the autos. Uh, I remember one case where somebody took out a $48,000 loan on a $29,000 car because they traded in a car that also was worth more than it was, you owed more than it was worth. To me, it kind of sounds like all these stupid housing loans we did in 2009 or 2005 and 6 that blew up in 2009 uh, but we shall see and then lastly um in the bay area i don't know i, I saw this it says billionaires shop at costco <coughs> i don't know if you saw this but it uh there was apparently a picture in the news about mark zuckerberg shopping at costco looking at tvs and the whole article is like look look he's he's the everyman well Based on the picture and the lack that nobody else was in the view, I'm guessing they shut down the whole store for him. Or he came in early. It's possible they came in early. So, yeah, I think our Costco opens at 9, I think. So it's possible they arranged to, hey, get in an 8 shop with no one around. Totally possible. Uh, but I'm fairly certain there were not very many, if any, other shoppers other than maybe his security with him. So uh, that's interesting. Uh, just of note, because uh, he lives probably five miles, maybe 10 miles from where I am. Uh, I've also seen pictures of him shopping at my local Ranch 99, which is an Asian grocery store. Um, his wife is obviously Asian. Uh, so it, it's been funny to see uh, iPhone pictures of him shopping at Ranch 99 from people taking his picture. So just kind of fun. So in the end, um, you know, I think we're in for it for a couple of weeks, right? This Middle East, Middle East turmoil uh, has already had impact on oil and gold. I don't think it's done. Uh, I think there is going to be a reaction. I will be watching interest rates and consumer behavior, which are farther longer tails. But as a real estate investor, that's really what I'm interested in. You know, could oil impact housing? Sure, in in a large stance because it is a it's a it's a it's in a lot of building material, uh, but not but not really. And then could gold impact real estate? Not really. So. I'll be watching interest rates and consumer behavior. Bed and Bath proves that real estate has value. They just did a two. They just raised two hundred and fifty million dollars via a sale and leaseback. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we'll be watching the manufacturers. Ford just uh, ported one point three percent drop. So uh, today's going to be a good day. Uh, I am going to be having a couple of interviews, and I'm also very excited to say I'm going to create another playlist called Landlord Stories. Uh, I've seen a lot of, uh, or at least a few other channels talking about the life of a landlord, so I thought I would share some of our stories. So look for that sometime later today. Have a great day. We will do our daily financial news tomorrow. Make sure you subscribe so you get notified when I start. Take care.